in this episode, I'm going to complain about the Army. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back to Sea and Land Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Michael Sano. Um, what's going on? Hope everything's going well. This podcast is brought to you by Sea and Land Fitness. Uh, an update on that. We have just changed our website address to make it a little bit easier. So it is now, I don't know if you've noticed, it's... Uh, www.sandlfit.com. So it's kind of uh, kind of been shrunk a little bit. But go on over there. Check it out. We've got hats. We've got shirts. Um, we've got uh, swim caps because I swim uh, quite a lot. And what else do we have over there? We've got Garmin watches. Uh, you can get all your... Uh, all your technical gear there. I we also have. I think I have a couple left of uh, of the Garmin scales, which I use. Uh, definitely, definitely recommend picking one of those up. Um, they hook right up to your watch. They're amazing. But go on over there, check it out. The other thing that we have is why I'm going to be complaining about the army today. So um, hold on, let me have a sip of coffee. Peter Madera, this is for you. All right, so just to give you guys a little bit of background, I'm not just cold bitching about the army. Um, so, so don't think that I am. The uh, RC and Land Fitness, which is me, is in the process right now of developing preparatory uh, programming for individuals who want to join the military. We have different tiers of it, tier three, tier two, and tier one. And tier three is geared towards individuals who want to get in shape and get themselves uh, in, up to the fi the fitness standards of uh, that they're going to experience in boot camp. Uh, tier two is, of course, for people who want to go to um, some serious schools. Like if you were going to be infantry like I was when I was in the Army, um, you'd want to pick up tier two because that's going to have some uh, some ruck marches and stuff like that in it. And then tier one would be for those people who want to uh, to go be navy seals they would want to go be army rangers uh airborne air force pararescue uh even people who in or in the marine corps marsoc you know do that kind of stuff but even for the coast guard for guys who wanted to be those rescue divers who jump out of of helicopters i've, I've seen some really crazy videos about that and their fitness standards are out of control so I, this all started from a need where a number of, like about two years ago, I was watching this, uh, I think it was Joe Rogan podcast and he had Tim Kennedy and he was talking about manpower and he was talking about not only can special forces and special operations not get their manpower met due to this issue, but normal recruiting 
on its own couldn't get uh, up to uh, their their body count, so to speak. <laughs> horrible, horrible turn of phrase. Um, but they couldn't get enough bodies in the door. Um, or it's not that they couldn't get bodies in the door. They couldn't get enough qualified bodies in the door to send off uh, to boot camp. They didn't meet the fitness standards or the body weight standards, the, uh, the, the body fat percentage standards. So I came up with sea and land fitness and, you know, all of the gear is a buy-in, um, to, to sort of accompany the fitness plans. I kind of did it a little bit backwards. You should do the fitness plans. And then, but I had a couple of courses at the university of Florida. Um, and I wanted to get my, uh, NSCA TSAC, which is tactical strength and conditioning facilitator, which I just got, um, before I put the final stamp on the plan, uh, that I had, uh, the program that I had the fitness program and I I'm patting myself on the back a little bit because I, there's only some tweaks that I need to make. Um, but, and this is important. This is to get you prepared so that boot camp. I'm not going to say boot camp's easy. It's not to, but it doing this program would make it easier for you. Um, so one of the, I thought I'd watch a couple of videos just to make sure and, 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 you know, get some visual evidence that what my perceptions are were correct. And one of the videos that popped up, um, was, and I'll put a link in the description, uh, below. It is about what's called the future soldier preparatory course and it's a 30-day course that if you go sign up for the army um i don't know how it works like i'm assuming if if you're over uh, uh if you're outside of a standard you can request this course or maybe they just offer it to you right off the bat but you can go to this and it's really good it's run by a a, a, a guy lieutenant colonel hayes um, and he's a really great guy and he's really motivated about doing this. Um, and it's, uh, I guess it's a, a, relatively successful program and it's so successful that they were able to increase their budget and get another battalion of people. And a battalion is just for those of you who don't know, a large, uh, number of infantry or, or military companies company is another, it's all size structures, but they were able to get another uh, couple hundred guys. What? What's what's a battalion? Company is about 150 people, and so another thousand guys, 1,500 guys, and girls. Um, so there's a need. The army is seeing it, so they're doing something about it. But this is where I'm complaining. The attempt that Lieutenant Colonel Hayes is making is right on. The attempt that the Pentagon is making or the Department of the Army is making is falling far short of what I think they need to do. 
Um, I'm gonna have another sip of coffee because I just said that out loud, and it's it's whoa. Am I am I shooting myself in the back here? So Hayes is doing well. Colonel Hayes is doing what he can with what he's got. What he's got is important. That's an important phrase, an important concept. So he can only do something when those soldiers are sent to him. So he only has so much reach, meaning he can't go out into the public and um, get these kids who want to join to go and do what they need to do. There are a lot of resources online. You can go to army.com. You can even go to, uh, I think it's seals.com. Um, but army.com does it too. They give you all the stuff you need in order to get yourself ready in a, in a prepared physical state to join the service and hopefully succeed in the job that you've chosen. One of these uh, combat arms jobs. But the problem, the major, major problem is that there is no coaching prior. Um, if we were taking or making a concerted effort towards ensuring that our future sailors, soldiers, Marines, and Coast Guard people, I don't know. I was in the Navy too. So I was in the Navy for six years and the Army for four. So, and I was on submarines for four of those years. And the sub school is right across the river in New London or in Groton across the river uh, from the Coast Guard Academy. So we called them puddle pirates. I'm sorry, guys. I'm not trying to be mean. Um, but Coast Guard people, how's that? Um, I'm showing respect. Uh, it's biting into me, but I'm showing it. Uh, so anyways, what I was talking about is there needs to be a concerted effort beforehand. Now, when I, when I, when I stepped into the space, when I started looking at programming, um, for future soldiers, sailors, Marines, airmen, I forgot them. I was noticing that most of the focus was on special operations. We're going to get you going. We're going to get you out the door. Success guaranteed. One, success guaranteed, that's BS. You can't. Especially if I'm just giving you a piece of paper and saying run with it. And that is the issue right now. There's a lot of good programming coming out of the Army, a lot of good programming coming out of the Navy, but there's no coaching aspect. There's no, and it doesn't have to be one-on-one -on -one to the point where you've got to, um, you've got to stay there over the client, subject, future soldier, future sailor, future Marine, future airman. Um, it, it doesn't have to be that way. It can be as much as digital check-ins. It could be an app. Um, it could be, I like that digital check-ins thing that just popped into my head. 
So let's say I start a program. I got this tier three. I got people from all over the country. Um, you make it competitive. You make uh, you put up leaderboards um, where they're videotaping, and you have peers reviewing it, calling out, "Hey, this push up was a no go. Um, this pull up was a no go." There's all these things that can be done. There is a community that we can build. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. And I'm 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 actually looking at this right now. I've been thinking about this while I was preparing uh, for this podcast um, because there's more than just the fitness aspect to it. So one of the things that I was doing before I did this podcast uh, in research for this episode was watching this 10 weeks program, which is done in Fort Jackson. Um, and it follows a group of soldiers as they go through boot camp. And one again, I'm complaining about the army. I know I'm going to get punched in something uh, just for going here. But whatever. Um, there is a lot of sports psychology, motivation, reinforcement going on, goal setting, reinforcement going on. And it's it's taking time away from training in order to instill these things. These are things that I think can be attacked prior to the recruit ever stepping on the bus. You know what I mean? Um, the Army Recruit Command setting up uh, some type of, of, because I know you have some good recruiters who are there all the time and they really prep you and you have some dog sh DS, uh, recruiters who are, you know, eh, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Um, I was lucky. I had two great recruiters, um, great recruiter in the Navy and a great recruiter in the army. Um, but I already, you know, I grew up in a military family. My grandfather, World War One. my uh, my great-grandfather, World War One. my grandfather, World War Two, and my dad was in Vietnam. So I knew, I had a heads up, so to speak, but some of these kids don't have a heads up. And they're going in cold. Some of them are coming from troubled backgrounds where these psychological skills weren't given to them. Um, I kind of feel like there needs to be a support structure that exists. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what Sea and Land Fitness needs to become. I mean, I do do training. I do help people, you know, with, with personal training. Um, but part of my flavor of personal training is heavy on the goal setting and heavy on the sports psych aspect of it. Um, and that's gotten good results from the individuals that I've trained. Um, you have setbacks. Everyone has setbacks. I have them and my clients have them as well, but giving them an understanding of how to attack those setbacks so that those setbacks can be learning experiences. That's a psychological skill. Um, there's one kid who made it. Allen, I think in the 10 weeks video. And I was so stoked. Um, because he really 
was experiencing some negative self-talk continually and was able to push through. But this guy was a PT bandit. He would do physical training and he like was in the higher percentile on the fitness test. And it took a lot of work, work that could have been constructively done prior to him getting there. And that's why I think uh, the recruit command would do well to have a larger support structure. Now, one of the groups that actually really, really does this is the Marine Corps. So I know for a fact, I don't know if all recruiting commands do this, but I know for a fact, if you become a, 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 a Marine Corps recruit, they have PT before you even get on the bus, before you, you know, before you go to MEPS, which is the entrance processing station, military entrance processing station, um, where you swear to uphold the constitution, all that stuff. And they draw your blood and bend over and cough, all that stuff. Um, but the Marine Corps does a lot in order to socialize, socially integrate these kids who are from the street, not necessarily the hard street, but from a civilian community into the military community so that, so that Marine Corps recruits have a little bit better understanding. I wish of what they're going to be experiencing. And I wish that the army heavily invested in that, but I also wish the Navy heavily invested in that. Um, and I don't know what the Air Force does. Um, but I know that the, the, the fitness standards, the physical standards for the Air Force are a lot less stringent than they are for the other branches, um, even the Coast Guard. So um, I think that might be my mission. Maybe we can develop. How about that? Maybe we can develop a honey badger network that has TSACs from all over the country. Um, tactical strength and conditioning facilitators from all over the country. And we could price it really inexpensively because that's one of the things that kind of ticks me off a little bit. We've got, I've seen a lot of these special operations fitness programs online and they're they're looking for 150, 250, um, results guaranteed. Um, you're going to be hard trident fitness, green beret fitness. And, and I feel like having gone through what we've gone through, been in the military, special operations or not, we have an obligation. Um, to continue the ideals that we experienced, that we had, that we learned um, to the next generation and the future generations after that. Uh, and I don't think, you know, <laughs> ripping money out of people's wallets is the way to do it. Um, these are high school kids. Uh, these are people... There, there is a segment of the population that 
enlists in the military who is doing it not out of patriotism, but out of a defined need to elevate themselves out of whatever shitty situation they're in. And by charging them an arm and a leg and half their ass, um, we're not doing what we swore to do. So I think that's what I'm going to work on. I'm going to have a couple phone calls and I'm going to see what I can do about something like that. Because if we can, I'll develop the programs. I have the background to do it. I have the uh, credentials, certifications, all that stuff. Um, and anything I don't know, I know exactly who to call. Um, and then we'll see if we can start a honey badger kind of network. Um, and get people, get people to perform and experience being the best that they can be. Um, wow, this is so dope. I'm so excited about this. <laughs> so, um, I think that's what it boils down to. If you see something that you love that needs help, you help it. And that's what I'm going to do. Um, that's what Sea and Land Fitness is going to do. Uh, so stay tuned for those fitness programs as I hiccup through that. Um, they're going to be evidence-based, scientifically evidence-based. Uh, the best minds at the University of Florida and the Department of Defense are going to help me generate something that's going to help all of you. Um, it'll help you if you want to go into the military, it'll help you if you're in the military and want to get better and go on to do something stronger, greater, it'll help you if you were in the military and you just want to feel like you did. Um, I'm going to help you guys. I'm going to get you guys going. I'm going to get everyone tracking. And then we're also going to offer some type of mentoring. That's going to be included. Um, something cheap. Something cheap. And if I can't be the one who talks to you, we're going to get some good people who can talk to you. Because there are a lot of shit hot men and women who have served and would be glad and proud to help you out. So uh, we're going to get you the psychological skills. We're going to get you the uh, fitness that you need. Um, and I'm going to put the applied in applied physiology and kinesiology uh, and sports psychology. Um, so yeah, so there you go. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much all I have uh, for right now. I'm kind of jazzed. I got work to do guys. So, all right, that's all I got. Um, thank you so much for uh, checking out this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you could please go over to www.sandlfit.com. I'm going to have to remember that because I know for a fact I'm going to screw up a couple of times. I got to make sure I uh, correct it in the, in the video as well. If you have anything to say about all of this stuff, reach out to me. If you want to help, please reach out to me. Um, if you think I'm doing something wrong or if you think it needs to be kinked a little way, give me a call. Um, but yeah, um, 
let me know. Let me know how 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 this idea sits with you. And if you want to help, reach out to me, please. Um, and yeah, go over to sandlfit.com and we will see you soon. Laters. Laters.